0: Hello and welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the app that connects you to cyclists all over the world and makes indoor training fun. There are structured workouts, training plans that are really easy to follow, online group rides, and why not try a few races? You can also organize a meetup with a bunch of friends. You might just have to make your own coffee at the end. With Zwift, you can even listen to this podcast while you ride around the Champs-Élysées. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Get a free 7-day trial, no strings attached, at Zwift.com, right on.
1: Bonjour, bonjour, bonjourno. Welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, let me remind you that you can download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral. And you can log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, it's Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave?
2: I am pretty good. I'm pretty good. We, uh, we've uh, we got the rest, day eh, tomorrow? Yes, I know. Looking forward to that. Are, uh, mate, are we, are we doing that? That four-hour lunch at the last <laughs> one was pretty good, but the no, way no. you the way you got stroppy at the end because you couldn't have your creme brulee. Um, we so we need to. I've got. To, I've either got to butter butter up the staff at that restaurant, yeah. or we've got to find somewhere else.
1: Or we can say a four-hour meal counts for the two rest days. I don't know.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. You want to day off completely? Day off? me. Maybe.
1: Maybe. You <laughs> know. We'll this keep you updated delicious. on this creme brulee. Slash tiramisu uh, saga. Who uh, doesn't like tiramisu? <laughs> no, it's shocking. Anyway, <laughs> that's only a list of, uh, <laughs> of something very long. But anyway, uh, what a stage we had yesterday, stage fifteen. Yes, uh, we, you know, we always said throughout the course of this podcast, uh, the Giro can be chaotic, and then bang from kilometer two.
2: You know, we thought was, we thought he was on, and then bada boom, it was. Yeah, and from the very top, I'll just say, really happy for the winner. Yes. really really yeah. happy for the stage winner he's been hunting not just for a year he's been hunting for two or three years yeah. at the judo d'italia he was it was a special ride and i won't say his name we'll go into no no actually let's
1: let's let's go and talk about the winner yeah because uh, in the end the stage was i don't know uh i'm not well, going to say boring but there's there's been a, a lot of things happening you were underwhelmed
2: a bit weren't you yeah
1: i was because it was what you predicted you just went okay Breakaway, boom, and then the the uh, uh, the peloton just basically you want from
2: the JC guys? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know we'll i off. They got you know they got the, the coin stage tonight, I which know, we'll I get know, to. I know. I
1: know. Yeah. Uh, but let's listen uh, to Victor Campenard, so because he's won this stage and he was absolutely brilliant at oh, it. Oh,
3: victory! Can you tell us what went through your mind in the last few kilometers and when you crossed the finishing
4: line? Um, it was just uh, an amazing day uh, with the team. Uh, we don't have the, the the guys in the team that will do the uphill finishes and the coming days are extremely hard. So we decided to go all-in today and Max had 100% faith in my performance. It gave a little bit of pressure but I'm so happy to finish this off. Uh, and the guys both also did the same uh, crazy result for a team like ours, Quebec, ASOS. Um, this is fantastic, we have a Giro with three victories. Um, we struggle to stay, al- stay alive as a team, um, but we managed to stay alive. We are looking for a big sponsor, and um, I think uh, with three victories in the Giro, we make a great statement. We are racing for a greater purpose. We will always race, race for a greater purpose, no matter what sponsor will join the team. Um, but we hope we will have this sponsor and stay alive uh, for a long, long time and make bicycles, change lives, bring bicycles in Africa to give chances for better education and better a better life.
1: There you go, Victor, campenard And some, some really good words here, because let's remind us that uh, Team Kubeka is, uh, is is a charity, basically, Kubeka, yeah. and they are providing a bike for kids in Africa. And this is a good thing. And also, they are looking for a sponsor. I mean, the, the cat it's, is out of the bag. Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, look, i'm not sure about anyone else but when they they almost didn't um continue at, after this year. That,
1: the dimension data yes. they were dimension yes. data. yeah they, they,
2: yeah they've had a few sponsors over the years but you've only got to look at this year's quebeca is a charity yeah it's an incredible one at that so that's one of their sponsors and then Asos, which is a premium cycling clothing brand cycling clothing companies don't have that much money yeah. they they're profitable they make money but to sponsor a professional cycling team to the tune of 20 million euros a year? No. So we always knew their budget was really small. And I was scratching my head saying, gee, they must be just surviving. So let's hope they do get something because they are, it is a great team. It's Africa's only world tour squad. Absolutely, yeah. And um, headed up by Doug Ryder, former pro um, sort of from my era, from the sort of mid-90s. To two thousands, he raced, so they got they got some really good people. Yeah, um, absolutely. You mentioned about uh,
1: the way he crafted this victory. Ugh. I mean, from the first start, boom, he just went and attacked the road. And the course was neutralized. Yeah, uh, neutralized because two starts. Uh, yeah, two starts basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a big crash has happened. I mean, we see massive. a couple of uh,
2: photos here, but uh, we well, he didn't crash. see the vision. We yeah. never saw the no. vision. They got the aftermath because it was full gas across. How would you call it? Water, water right of the side. Yeah. And they said there might be crosswinds. I wasn't expecting there to be because they said the wind would be low. Yeah. arts was in the first attack of the day. Yeah. Then they've Mass neutralized it? Should Question for you. I
1: I'll know. ask you too. Question for you actually. Should they have Neutralized mm. the race Or should, is it a race incident? And yeah. where well, do it was you, a race
2: incident. Exactly. The, the, but the flags are come in.
1: Where do you draw the line? How many riders Do you need in a crash To, to neutralize? Yeah. And I think the, the guys Robbie and, and Kino yesterday Mentioned this in a comment. He, it doesn't happen often. But it happened before. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned 2003 At the Tour de France. Yeah. If I remember. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, It doesn't happen often. But what do you think uh, Guys on the catchpolitan Did you think the race Should have been neutralized Or the first Group should have gone, uh, but the fact is,
2: Campenards was in the both He group. was in, and you because know he did again, they had four guys or five guys in the first yeah. split. Apparently, absolutely. So I'm sort of happy the outcome because they it they absolutely. It, yeah worked for it, yeah. it and um, yeah, it absolutely. Great. Let us
1: know if you think uh, the race should have been neutralized or not uh, in the comment box below. Uh, but now let's listen to the director Sportif from Kubeka. Uh, we've heard him before, but I just want to play you this footage uh, to the end. We, we didn't cut so. uh, the whole thing. It's Art Vierhouten. Art, talk to me while you're still excited. Oh man, on, tell unbelievable. Me, tell me.
5: We had the plan. Yeah, we, we had a plan from the start and uh, first time start unfortunately it was a big crash and that's a shame, of course. Uh, yeah, we were already gone actually and then neutralized the race and uh, we tried to avoid uh, to go in that uh, feeling of the, of the crash. So I said to the riders who were in front like, come on guys, keep the spirit, keep the spirit. Once the car is gone, you can go again and yeah, if you have three guys in the front group of 15, uh, you have to lead a little bit, to break, of course, but it happened again because of the wind was that strong. And yeah, if you're born in the Netherlands, you know what wind can do in a peloton. So uh, it's great. And then the opportunity for Victor Campenaerts after so much tries already and two times second last year, and now we win the stage. Uh, it's amazing. He's an amazing guy. And not one
2: but two but three stages has this exceeded your expectations for the Giro this year
5: <laughs> yes yeah, we went in there for class of, uh, classification class classification for and for the sprints for Giacomo and we had some free riders we know we have strong riders with us a strong team actually with Max and Lucas today in the front working for Victor Victor was all the time wait wait calm down calm down and then in the last lap we said okay go it's the moment so Yes, uh, he fought for it. He fought for it uh, till the line. I, again, Oscar was of course with him, Oscar Rieseberg. But we knew they were compatible. We are well, not really sure he's, he's winning from Oscar, but yeah, on this cut.
1: Oh man. There goes so much uh, so much joy in that team and they yeah. can honestly they can they deserve it three wins uh and again losing their their leader the outright leader with the plan they had going into this Giro they the lost mo- him
2: early. Yeah, the, the,
1: the morale must have been so low. Yeah. But then now it's complete success. Uh, Nizzolo we know Nizzolo retired as well yep. uh from, from this race as well but uh they keep on winning. You yeah, know, they, they keep on winning without the, the
2: two guys it's pretty cool and, and it just shows that the yeah it was, everything he said in that was quite interesting from Virhouten and, and just the fact that they rebooted they had to, yeah. they had no choice, once they lost Pots of Vivo they went okay now we've got to go stage wins and maybe the Chicklamino. and look it was probably possibly a, a choice for Nitzelor. Yeah, he didn't start the day so I think he's withdrawing for mm-hmm. other races to come but Nah, it's just shy as what a team can do. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, Thank you for your answers on the question we just asked you. Should or should they not have neutralized uh, the race? We've got, uh, we'll show some of them here. Uh, Tina uh, said they did the right thing. Uh, We've got Adam that says he thinks if there are no ambulance left in the convoy, then
2: therefore they have to uh, basically stop the race. Well, that's what Christian Prudhomme did, I think. Back in was it i three or yeah or, absolutely or, yeah he, he was concerned there weren't enough um, and, and, and this, is,
1: this is what Gina is saying as well uh, they neutralized it because all the doctors were attending at the pollutant, so they had yeah. no more yeah. medical stuff staying yeah uh, they did the right thing I kind of fans of basically, basically yeah absolutely absolutely you, cool hear you you've been following uh, the whole thing so yeah well, questions um, are yeah we're just uh, checking you've been watching I know exactly but about. yeah there's Peter that says racing is racing no stopping oh, waiting. Damn. Meso- no, that, cool. that, that's an opinion, and I and, yeah. and I sustain this. That's why we, we ask the questions mm. here. Uh anyway, uh the team happy. You no, know, somebody else that is still in pink is again Bernal. Is like is he good to... off? Yeah, good guy. Uh, it's uh I know I said the the stage was probably a little bit boring, but mm. uh did they take do the the GC guy took this as a almost a day off?
2: Yeah, yes, yes, pretty to- much, yeah. Apart from that first section, and then obviously, well, they didn't all survive the crash because of Manuel Bookman. Yeah. Which is a real shame. Um, But other than that, the other GC guys got through it. So, no, they'd take it as a quasi-day off. Okay. Let's listen to again, Bernard.
3: I think it was an easy day for us uh, behind. Uh, I mean, people and uh, and Pusho for sure, they they expend a a lot of energy, but... uh, I think for the rest of the peloton was uh, an easy day. Uh, it was, yeah, windy and a bit uh, rainy in the, in the final, but uh, then it was okay. Have you had uh, some time to think about uh, tomorrow's stage? Can be more uh, rain? No, finally you are just focused on on today's stage, and, yeah, uh, then in the evening you can start to, to think about uh, about tomorrow, but. Uh, I was just focused on today. All the best for tomorrow. Thank you so much.
1: All the best for today, of course. Uh do you actually before we move on to the next subject, do you really think they're really thinking day by day and not he's not thinking about tomorrow? Or or is it still there back of his it's mind? It's Back but, of the
2: mind. Yeah. Totally. Look, they've they've earmarked the the, the the crucial days, obviously the big mountain days, they would have wrecked them. So it's always there. But you can't be thinking about it really when you're on the start line the day before you're purely focusing on so no no they say it and i know it's a throwaway line and it's a cliche but that's about as simple as it is yeah day by day once you start getting ahead of yourself you can just miss something in the detail you know Absolutely. Let's move on to, uh, something that
1: we learned a couple of hours Ooh. ago. Uh, and it's a new I'll development. give you full through your contacts. This is gold. Yeah. This I think, it, I think it's, it's some sort of cycling goal. Yeah. But, uh, well done. Remember this. Oh, no, not this one. Oh, so, <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll give you full credit for that mock up, mate. it's my head twice the size of the guy's body. Come on.
1: Anyway, we had a bit of fun yesterday with, uh, yeah. with this, but, uh, that moment, you know, that yes. particular moment, uh, in the stage, uh, uh, two days ago, which made pretty much everyone cringe. Yeah, okay.
2: I, I, I haven't seen one comment of a person saying, come on, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely.
1: Crazy. Well, we had some really good, some really interesting development uh, in, in this because through the Italian press we've learned this. They call him Il Cretino di Zoncolan. Yeah. Okay, so that man's got a nickname now. Uh, but when you dig a bit further into this article, and I translated it here, it looks like apparently it's Gilberto Simoni that yeah. took that guy out of doing some stupid things on the road. And Rugby who, tackled yeah. him? <laughs> and who is Roberto Simoni? Roberto Simoni, Gilberto, he won on the Zoncalan. He's he, the last
2: one to have won on the Zoncal on that side. On that side, yeah, back in uh, 2003. I, was it three? Oh, three as well. And he's won the Giro twice. Yeah, absolutely. One of the, and one of the and greats of Italian cycling. Like
1: this article is saying, he tackled this guy with his mate and his wife. They <laughs> so took, they took, they, they, they took that nutcase out. That is hilarious. Invention.
2: That is, and, it is hilarious at that actual point of the stage. Yeah. Such a crucial <laughs> point because he was just ahead of Tank, um, uh, his uh, second just, place at the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and Tropnik. Tropnik. Yeah. And, um, he could have he could have been knocked off, yeah, completely. So Simoni, he's effectively won on the uncle then again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I and, and I like, I like
1: the comment on. He said, yeah, he was hyper excited. He didn't listen to anyone and was really uh, demon possessed. <laughs> to, to uh, but with possessed. the help of it. It, yeah. but with the help of everyone, we managed to keep him uh, at bay and with good luck. So well that done, is, like, Simone. Done well done, Simone. You know, like if it, I had my orange jersey of the day, I would put oh, the orange we, jersey of the to. day. Yeah, we'd have to give <laughs> him, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so let's look at uh, what's uh, happening tonight, uh, because we want to have a big focus on what's happening uh, tonight as the, it's the stage. One. It's a big one. It's also known as the Chima Copy. So
2: tell us why this is the Chima Copy. What is the Chima Copy? Well, Copy, obviously, I have to uh, fast a copy. But the Chima is it's the highest point of the race. Yeah. So it's called what's it called in the Tour de France?
1: There, there is a word. Yeah, <laughs> there is. Yeah, a word there is I can't remember. It, oh.
2: I thought thought, surely you'll save me from that. Okay, we'll come back to that. But the Chima copy, so that's the highest point in the race. But that is sort of a side note, really. That's the icing on the top, or the snow on the top, if you like. But it's over five thousand meters of climbing on this stage. It is massive. It is in a beautiful part of the world. If you haven't been to the Dolomites before, if you've been to Italy. And and let's say you've done the Alps or you've done the Pyrenees. You're, you have a, beginning, not, you're a beginning again. Have you, have you done the Dolomites? I haven't been through 30 minutes. The Dolomites are off the charts. Yeah. It's incredible. It really is incredible. So um, let's like look at the, the profile
1: here. Yeah, I've highlighted a yeah. couple of uh,
2: uh, interesting points. Uh, from the word go, it's pretty much upper world. It is. Okay. So 5292 meters of climbing. La Croceta is the first, 13.5 kilometres at 6.8% average. That's the start. So yep. it's only climbers breaking away. There's no sort of in-betweeners or sprinters getting away. Paso Fedea 8.3 at 9.4. Paso Podoy, 11.3 at 6.4. And then a Paso Diao at 9.8 kilometres. So 42, a total of almost 43 kilometres of climbing. Five three meters gained, and a finish in the descent. The Copacchini, Jim a Copacchini, yes. <laughs> <laughs> jumbling our words up yeah. today, and and then and and what else? Robbie McEwen was he last night? Saying? Well, he was saying this
1: yesterday. The weather, the weather will play a part yesterday in the coverage. If you follow the the stage yesterday, uh Robbie was checking several towns across the course uh, and several climbs, and he was like, "Now, hundred percent rain on this." Now, 100% trained on this. So what we see here today, guys, it's, I would say it's a provisional uh, profile. Do you think yeah, there is a chance that some of the, this stage could be cut short because we have snow, because we have hail, because we have a
2: dangerous... If Wars. it's super brutal, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's quite interesting. I said to you before, Cortino d'Ampezzo, where the stage finishes, which is, again, just like a beautiful place, part of the world. I was there in 2012 uh-huh. when the stage finished there. And I'm pretty sure, well, I know which climate it was. They had to cut the Garvia from the Giro that day mm-hmm. because there was too much snow. Absolutely, yeah. But it was always planned to be in. And it was at the last minute. I think it, had, it was snowing and it was like slush, sleet. So they had no no choice, but they they literally pulled it at sort of nine o'clock that morning. Yep. So we won't know potentially for another few hours time. Yeah, absolutely. I hope not. I mean, I, I hope me we neither. It
1: all in. Me neither. But when you think about it, there's 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 a case for it. For uh, as someone said in a in a comment here, mm-hmm. uh, descending on the wet, descending in the wet is dangerous at best. Uh, but when you go if it's only wet like roads, this,
2: if it's only wet roads, yeah, then I I, I don't see anything but well i don't see why they should shorten it sleet sleet and snow it's a different story yeah but you know (sighs) tell us what you think tell us what you you think in in the box below
1: uh interact with us because as you see we, we read the comments and we put them on screen and we discuss them so tell us what you think uh where where is the threshold
2: uh for danger and look if i can just say half of the stage sits above 1200 meters so it's going to be cold so Half of the stage, that second half of that graph where it just goes up, they're going up obviously to 2,000 meters three times and they finish at 1,200 meters. Yeah. They
1: finish at 1,200 meters. Y- yesterday in, in the yeah. coverage
2: again of the stage, the guys discussed
1: about uh, the the equipment. What 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 gear do you bring? How many further jackets and in your heyday yeah. in your heyday uh how, how
2: like what would have been how would you prepare for something like this yeah, knowing the weather do you do that a little bit differently I mean we actually had pretty good clothing options back you know it's not that long ago it wasn't I was on post war era <laughs> on post war and jumpers no but I mean you just you have your wet pack full you might put a spare set of shoes you probably have a well, you you actually nowadays they all have a spare set of shoes in case yeah. something you know a buckle breaks or so you might put your shoes spare set of booties you might put a whole set of kit yeah. on a day like today just because if you're if you know you're not racing for the, for the gc you know you're going to be out in trouble. So whose responsibility
1: to have the fika jacket, to have the extra pair of gloves, to have the I don't know, the, the scarf, all this sort of thing. Is it the swingers? Is it each rider? Oh, uh, how does that work?
2: It's the I'd imagine that's the riders, but the, the soigneurs and the directors would be giving the directive, hey guys, don't forget, give us your wet bags. Or yeah. or the wet bags are probably already there. Now yeah, yeah. they're just loading them up with yeah. a little bit of extra. <laughs> yeah, which is true. The wet bags stay in the car yeah. for the whole race. Okay. And if you don't need them, you don't need them. And right? what what about food? Do, uh, do you, you gotta do you, you tend gotta to eat. go like well? Do you tend to go? Okay,
1: I'll have a bit of hot tea, or is it like
2: different oh, kind they, of drinking? Yeah. Can you there'll ask? be there'll be different different teams, different riders, individual preference. Yeah, but you will certainly have guys that will go. I want a hot tea, and you literally will. A couple of Italian teams I raced on. Yeah. would get the hot tea. Okay, and I never knew what was going on. What I was <laughs> going to get, and then I. would Grab a hot tube, like, oh. <laughs> ah, yeah, burn the throat. But it, yeah. when it's, it's not, it's not on the finishing climb or the, or the Padoi, the, the Chimacopi, it's not getting above four degrees. Yeah. This is, but remember, if it, if it, by some miraculous chance, it stays dry, four degrees at the top, it's only at the top. Yeah. And they're climbing, so they'll be hot. That's if it's dry. So, Robbie had a statistic saying it
1: goes the, up or down a degree by by, uh, by 100 meters. You go high or something like this.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, so, look, I have looked at the weather forecast as of half an hour ago. Doesn't look as yeah, but, brutal. Okay. But you're in the mountains. You're high in the mountains. It can close in. Yeah, that any chance. So yeah. let's talk about uh, again, when you
1: look at the, the, the profile, uh, which I'm going to uh, bring back up here. Uh, if we look at this profile, uh, let's talk about Simon Yates. I want mm. us to have a quick focus on Simon Yates. Uh, how do you think he will go on something like this? Is this it's labeled as the queen stage tonight? Uh, is this where? He can actually make a mark or will he still protect himself, be cautious, be behind Bernal, try to control this
2: and not necessarily seize an opportunity today? I think he'll be cautious until the last climb. But if he if he senses Bernal is in trouble, he will go for it. Mm-hmm. 100%. But I think he'll wait till the last climb. Okay. I, th- I think most of the GC guys... What we'll we think? We'll yeah. wait. Okay. If they've got anything there to show,
1: let's go back to an interview you had with uh, with Cam Meyer. and mm. he tells us a bit more about how and how how Simon Yates is is a board, like is going into this race, mm. and how is he just on big days like this that's Cameron Meyer.
6: He's a he's a definitely a calm personality. He doesn't like stress. So, uh, in those stressful situations, you've got to you just got to let it be. He he actually likes to just race um he's a real bike racer actually he doesn't like uh, real traditional uh he likes traditional stuff where you get onto a climb and it's just mano a mano and the best legs talk he doesn't like all the the real uh scientific tactical um stuff that maybe goes on pre-race he rather lets the road uh dictate what's going to go on and and so if you cause too much stress in a meeting beforehand, he doesn't like it. So you're actually, um, which is good for us because our meetings actually become a little bit, uh, bit shorter. Uh, but yeah, he's in a good place. And uh, I think he's he's ready to go over the next three weeks. And I think he should be right up there amongst the favorites.
1: So that this interview there was just before the, the Giro. It's interesting looking at it now. Exactly. In retrospect. But that's why I put it yeah. back here. Let's go back retrospectively Pretty much what Cam said is
2: happening. It's at the point. It's yeah. at the point. Yeah. Right, right to now, everything he's saying is correct. So that's good. That's. I mean, they, they, they had good reason to feel confident. Yeah, his build up has been perfect to to the Giro. So look, yeah, as we said yesterday, at this stage, he's he's the only one I think. It can be banal yeah. if, if it is at all possible. Okay. There's a comment here as well on Remco. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's uh,
1: Dennis says Remco could lose two to three minutes tonight on the descending only. Uh, because we know he's been a bit more,
2: he's uh, been a bit edgy, uh, a bit yeah, on the descending good so, point. So Yeah, that, that's been a that's a really, nervous day yeah. for for different reasons, for different riders. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Uh,
1: let's listen also to to Matt White. So we spoke to Matt White before again the, the the Giro. So let's check back of what he was saying about you know the strategy and where they are at specifically on sort of days like this, and compare to what they've learned from their previous Giro or gyros, I should say. From,
3: we learned a lot from 2018. I think going into 2018, the big factor and the reason we had the, the, the tactic there of going after a lot of stages is because we didn't know, he'd finished seventh in the Tour de France the year before, but we we didn't know his time-trialling ability at the time. There was uh, there was multiple time trials, uh, I think 65 kilometres in total of time trials in that Giro. And also there was the likes of Chris Froome in his heyday and also Tom Dumoulin. So we, we, were, we had a tactic of going after stages early, getting 10 seconds here, winning a stage to there. And in we, we, the end of the day, we paid for it in the back mm. end of the race. Now, I think already we, we did a very different tactic and turnaround for the Vuelta España three months later, which obviously worked with great success of him winning, winning the Tour of Spain, uh, riding a lot more conservative. Uh, and that was in 2018. 2019 uh, didn't go as planned in the time trial. We lost more time on the climb to San Marino than we did for the rest of the race, but there were some other factors in the preparation that we've learnt from there as well. So I think answering your question about our tactics for this year, when there's opportunities, sure we'll go, we'll take them. But as a team, we, you know, we've been there, we've done you know, that. Giro and 218. we won five stages, had the jersey for 14 days, but our our, our focus is there very much on on the general classification, and and it. If we only win one stage and win the Giro, well, then that, that'll be happy days. Whereas before we were on a roll there, we were doing something new with Simon at, at his first Giro at Italia. Yeah. And we've already done another two since then. And we've definitely learned from, from 2018 and we'll be much more conservative uh, in the first two weeks. And if that means we have to let stages sail down the road, even though we think Simon can win them, then so be it.
1: Uh, so be it. Uh, again, we look back at this interview. Uh, how do you think this is, you know, Correct to what he says, and
2: uh, he said earlier on, they both said is absolutely spot on. So, this
1: tells me that they are very much in control, they are very much uh, a force to recon with. And it goes back to what you said uh, this man here, Egan Bernard, is in pink. Nothing says that he will be in pink tonight. They're
2: waiting for a chink, they're waiting for a little chink. Absolutely, Absolutely. that's it. They're just sitting there now. And you know, Yates is he's human, so he's tired as well, Mm -hmm. but he he rode very good on the Zonkalan. He was the next best. Bernal was able to follow and then just took 10 seconds at the end or whatever it was. But they're just waiting and hoping he's got a chink in the armour. Yep. And this is it. This is this is since the very beginning, since before the beginning, we talk about the third week of the Giro. It starts tonight. Yeah, it's, absolutely.
1: Well, welcome to the third week, everyone. Even though there's a rest it. day tomorrow, yeah. the third week starts tonight. Yeah. And the Queen stage is tonight. And as a matter of fact, uh, the next stage after the rest day, uh i think cam meyer said filthy he said the climb he said the climb was filthy yes uh and and that is also something to look forward to so yeah that sets the pace on before the rest day rest day after the rest day so we know like how the rest day impacted someone like remco yeah he's on record yeah Uh, he
2: he hasn't so it's like he hasn't fully recovered since that rest absolutely yeah. yeah uh
1: so so yeah that's this is uh this is you know what's all at play tonight, uh, and it's playing uh on SBS uh, tonight, uh, and it's very early actually on SBS On Demand, uh, because the highlights package goes at five o'clock but 6.40, 40. Live 6.40 on SBS On Demand, not on TV on the, wow. the catch up platform, wow. and 20 past nine, uh, for the commentary, uh, with Robbie and uh, Kino Man, on SBS. We'll, we'll do tappers, yeah, we'll uh, do tappers,
2: we'll do uh, Ta- no, we'll do um,
1: it's tour of Italy, you don't do tappers.
2: Yeah, no, you do, you do do tapas. Down south, they do it more. We're up is north. You called but- tapas. Yeah, well, <laughs> it doesn't matter. well, shut up. What do you know? You're French, mate. You've, You've never, never been, been to there. Italy. <laughs> You've never been there. Try to tell me? <laughs> Come on, pal. Sorry. <laughs> and you, you were. Hang on. And, and what's this story? Let, let's just revisit it. What percentage in your bloodstream I is know. Italian? Fifty-one percent. <laughs> That's actual fact. Go working him out. <laughs> There's a whole lot of stuff going on over here, people. <laughs> That's what you like. That's what you like working with me, yeah. We do. I do. Uh, no, we'll have a we'll have a a wife from the uh, from uh, Venice. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Pinot Grigio. Tappers. <laughs> Any Seven. other news? Let's move on. Any other news? <laughs> there is. He's pushing me along now. No, there is. Uh, Grace Brown, seventh overall, Absolutely. in Burgos, plus with her stage win. Spratty went on the big attack last night. Didn't pay off in the end, but I think she was trying to set it up for Grace. Anna van won the stage, yep. won the overall. The Dutch are unstoppable. They're looking good for, for the Olympics, and Annemiek van Vluten was second on the stage, pushed herself into second overall. Uh-huh. So that's uh, good news there, though, for the Australians and definitely certainly for Grace Brown. And they now move on to the next thing, which would be... I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Giro no, sure. Rosa yeah. would be coming up, but everything's because of COVID. Dates have changed, and obviously, an Olympic year as well. Yeah, which wasn't meant to be an Olympic year. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but on, we do know there's plenty of racing yeah. coming up. Check out the uh, Cycling Central
1: website; mm. everything is uh, listed there. Uh, do you we have get, any other news? Or? No. I want we, to give a shout out to uh, Robert Marchand. Uh, yeah. We we just if you if you see this photo, uh, you you will love it. But Robert Marchand sadly passed away uh, at the age of 109, uh, and uh, this is a tweet from the the, the French federation giving him a no match but uh you know we've always been impressed with what he's done in his later years 109 i'm just bringing some facts here uh on screen uh from from what he's done that's yeah. on his wikipedia page but when you look at it like age 35 he finished seventh in the grand prix de Nation in 1946.
2: 1946. and he only stopped
1: only stopped i go all the way to the end he only stopped riding after his 108th birthday yeah and not for physical it's because hearing loss <laughs> he could not hear the cars oh but, that is so you know, that is a beautiful way yeah
2: we, we we laugh in jest because it's what a what a what a life he must have lived yeah absolutely and he gave us all gave everyone in the cycling world so much joy
1: and he's he's, he's broken some uh some hour record a 100 yes, kilometers I mean, record that, of, yeah
2: that's where he's sort of the we've suddenly heard of this guy yeah. i mean no nah, Beautiful wide Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> anyway, tomorrow is the rest day, but what a stage we have on tonight. Remember uh where to look for uh SBS on demand early, six forty on SBS on demand. That's really easy. I'm going to help you. It's antipasto platter. This is what you want. You don't want You don't want, this. You want an antipasto Actually, you're right. platter. You're right. Antipasti. Antipasti. That's all right. You don't okay. want hamon. You, you, you want your parma ham. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. First tomorrow. We'll see if we got uh, lunch or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but next show is, of course, on Wednesday, 4 yes. p.m. back on the social media live here on SBS. But until then, it's bye for now. Remember, you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this uh, podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cycling central and you can log a ride with your friends at Zwift. Until Wednesday, tune in tonight. Bye Sunday. Before
0: we go, a quick word from our sponsor, Zwift. When it comes to sport, I always tell my kids, rule number one, have fun. On Zwift, fun is fast. Tour de France winner, Garant Thomas uses it, so too does Matthew van der Poel, and Australia's Neve Bradbury Zwifted her way to a world tour contract. One of my favourite things on Zwift is seeing the flags of people from all around the globe that I get the chance to ride with. I love the structured workouts, doing meet-up rides with friends, and when I'm feeling strong, doing a few races. They definitely hurt, but they are fun. It's easy to get started, all you need is a bike, trainer and the Zwift app. Visit Zwift.com, and hopefully I'll see you on there soon. Ride right on.